Welcome to the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. Welcome to the Prog Talks, an interview series by the Prog Space where we will be talking to musicians in all corners of the progressive music scene. Welcome back to another episode of The Proc Talks. I'm your host, Dario, and this is the first episode of 2022. Um, yeah, thank you for tuning in again for all listeners who have heard uh, previous episodes last year. Um, welcome to all new listeners. And if you like what we're doing, we always appreciate uh, your support with likes, subscribes, and also that cup of coffee the famous one. You can find all the links in the description as always. But now, without further ado, I want to introduce you um, our first guest for the year. It's Tassos from Greece and um, with his band Within Progress, he released uh, their debut album Inner last October. Hi Tassos, how are you doing today? Hi Dario, good evening. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Um, yeah, um, as I said, with uh, Within Progress is the name of your band, and Inner is the the, the debut full length album. Um, before, That's right. Yes. Before that, um, your first um, release was the Oceans of Time EP in two thousand eighteen, right? Yes, and, that's right. And 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 that one was um, as you also stated in your official um, like press biography, and and um, I think anyone who knows Prague music can can um, can hear. Um, back then, there was um, like on Oceans of Time, you you still had more um, uh, traditional progressive metal, melodic progressive metal approach to music. Yes. And yes, we did. Um, now with your full length album, there's a lot of uh, more modern influences on that as well, which makes it uh, fresh and unique and exciting, uh, which I found <laughs> really cool. So, uh, yeah, what 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 prompted that that style, uh, that the change of styles or or that, you know, veering in a little bit more modern and and uh, um, experimental or also more, yeah. more poppy uh, direction, not, not really pop, but but, you know, the melodies and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. In the songwriting. Uh, I think we took songwriting much more seriously this time. As we, uh, in comparison to like four years ago when we were just putting, you know, our favorite types of riffs together and ideas. And we, although we tried to make them coalesce, it was more of like, oh, dude, let's put a 13 8 riff here. And then we did. And then let's put a 7 8 riff there. And we did. And it was kind of like this uh, collection of riffs and ideas that just work well together. You know, it's not an entire song. I mean, many people have told me. That the old songs feel like there's maybe three or four songs in in them, <laughs> but now for inner each song is like one central idea and one theme. And I think us uh, getting more mature with music and songwriting and um, th that type of thing, those skills, songwriting skills, actually got better. And I think that's how uh, inner sounds comparison um, to our EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
tying in with 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 that um of course with with a new band entering the scene or or yeah um it's 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 always very interesting to to ask about the, the main influences of, of you guys but um i think yeah. in 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 with a band like within progress it's it's much more interesting to ask about the influences that uh come from outside of the prog world so to speak yes. so so what yes. what what are some some of your favorite artists or bands that um um yeah that might influence uh, the songwriting of uh within progress and especially in in regards to inner uh, I'll start with my own uh influences and the most obvious one is Muse. Uh you can say that Muse is prog but they're much more of a mainstream band so I'm just going to uh call them first and say that how they how they write songs and how they use sounds and synthesizers and all that kind of uh electronic and classical influences kind of influences me on my own way so they're a very very big uh influence on how we sound um other than that i'd say maybe bands like nothing more and maybe bands like that the deftones uh who kind of have a approach of their own you know if you if you listen to their albums you know it's them uh, right away and i think that they pay attention more to the vocals rather than you know maybe a, an interesting guitar solo or an interesting lead that takes all the attention they're more of a uh unit you know i can see that with uh, with what i know uh from or about the deftones definitely um i'm i have to admit i'm not familiar with nothing more <laughs> yeah uh they're a very interesting example because they're they're a prog band in their um i'd say in their um, core but they hide it very well i mean th their sound is essentially pop you know or metal or pop and rock It's very mainstream sounding, but if you try to play a song of theirs, it's very complicated. And uh, many, many prog fans, I think, will appreciate them. They're very, very uh, well hidden, but they have like millions of views. Uh, many okay. people don't know so, them yet. So where, where yes, are they yes. from? Um, uh, they're, they're, I think they're American. Okay, well, I'll have to check them out. Um, yes, But but also now now that now that you mentioned Muse, I um realized that um because you roll in the band as an instrumentalist, you um you play the keyboards and the guitar. So like yeah yeah, and, it's and, inevitable. And, and and I mean Matt, Matt Bellamy does the same, right? He's, he also does both. Yeah. he's my guitar hero essentially. He's the reason I started playing guitar. So it, it's inevitable not to sound like him in some <laughs> so, ways. So what what was first when you started um learning instruments or making music probably I I oh, would guess at a young I, young age guitar or keyboards <laughs> or piano. I started playing piano yeah when I was very very young like three or four maybe. Oh wow. Uh, Yeah, and that was my that's still my primary instrument and the one I was classically trained at and then I picked up the guitar at around 16 or 17 when I got into Muse heavily <laughs> and I just started learning all their songs and that's how I learned guitar on my own basically. Cool. So, uh when it comes to songwriting, um when when did you start writing for Inner and and how is the songwriting process going in within progress? 
Um, for Inner, we started having our own ideas here and there since maybe 2018 when we were recording the EP and we had finished. Uh, but more seriously, we got together at 2020, like at the beginning of the year, and said, okay, let's decide which songs are going to be on this album. And then we got heavily into it and more seriously. And as soon as we said, okay, that song is good, the other song is good, we just uh, ended up with 12 very good songs that we decided are going to be on this album. And they sounded more or less uh, as one, as a one uh, central theme, you know? So it's been in the making around a year, a year and a half, I'd say. Like, like uh, after you really got uh, got into it, and um, so yeah, was it more like a development? That do the the songs more develop in 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 a um, rehearsal room situation uh, for you guys, or do you like everyone is working no, uh, at home on their parts? <laughs> mostly, <laughs> yeah. Then, we, and then you do we, the arrangements when before you go into the studio or whatever. For inner, and I think maybe for the next one too, because we're writing the next one now. Uh, it's we're, we're much more comfortable with uh, discussing ideas at home. Like we get together and, and we, we put them all in the laptop and software and with kind of like a bit fake sounds, but we, we understand what it's going to go, <laughs> where it's going to go. Uh, like, like media mockups. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but we never get to the rehearsal room at least if maybe 70 or 80% of the song is done, you know, we just kind of get to the rehearsal room for the final parts to see how they actually sound with instruments. Yeah. So you're, you're not uh, a, jam, a jam band. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> we, we try to jam some ideas and it's kind of, it comes out like a, like a stoner, like a, a different vibe, a completely different uh, genre of music when we jam new stuff. <laughs> Yeah, isn't isn't there is isn't the the like like I mean maybe later we can talk a little bit about the Greek prog scene, but yeah, uh, but isn't it like like there's like a psychedelic rock band, uh, Villages of Ioannina City, aren't they also from yeah. your part of Greece, right? Yes, yes, yeah, they're they're, <laughs> and they're very well known and very successful here. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that is more the kind of music um, that's also a little bit prog adjacent, or prog listeners yeah, might also no doubt, yeah. enjoy this. But but this kind of music is much more jammable. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you can't make progressive music at a rehearsal room uh, while jamming. You know, there's got to be some sort of organizer, you know, behind everything. Yeah, you know, the, the, the music kind of. It's together, and then maybe if you want to put the vocals and try to fit them in, you got to know where the music is going to go beforehand. You can't jam it too easily, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, thinking about the the latest uh, Liquid Tension Experiment album, LTE three, which came out yeah. last year, and um, yeah, the the two discs are so different. Like the first disc with with all those heavily composed. Uh, stuff and and then the second with like just long noodly jams, um, yeah. Which is I have to admit I didn't really uh, care for it too much. <laughs> I prefer. I didn't first. actually <laughs> listen to it myself. I just listened to the singles and kind of got their vibe from from the singles. Yeah. I don't know if the rest of the album is the same, but uh, I didn't actually go through with it. Uh, actually, on the, the 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 interesting part is I think. 
uh, every band member has two songs on the main disc on the first disc and mm -hmm. and and some of them are also kind of jams but like they're they act as sort of interlude between the composed songs i have the feeling yeah. um you know there's like like it's like a cool jam of mike portner with tone 11 and then there's mm -hmm. like like a very very beautiful jordan rudess john pertucci ballad so to speak mm -hmm. um which is to my knowledge also like a one take just like of course they discussed beforehand what yeah, the chords yeah. and chord changes are going to be but but then it's just like like uh, and 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 i guess the the main motive or theme musical theme was there um before they yeah. hit, hit the record button but as as far as i know this was also, it was was a one take more or less improvised um and it and and yeah. it's beautiful and it works but but yeah they like these these um improvised uh interlude or improvised songs on the first main uh disc are yeah ha have more the feeling of uh, of interludes between the the long um suites like of composed music yeah. um, it sounds like a live album to me more you know the, your description right now like a live recording kind of thing um i i only know this uh, know this about the that one um like this one ballad i think it's the penultimate track and after that is the long um epic <laughs> um yeah yeah so um but yeah i'm pretty sure the 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 main songs are not live in studio but i'm i'll, I'll have I'm to sure check they do it the same way <laughs> i'm sure they do it the same way they can't possibly jam that <laughs> no way <laughs> uh, let's go back to within progress um so uh yeah you you guys released three singles um and and videos um I, and I think the first first single, uh, "Hidden Wound," is uh, is probably one of my favorite songs on the on the album, which is like it's got this massive groove, uh, like the intro groove, which is really heavy and just groovy as hell. And then when when you go into the verse, the 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 groove remains, but but the the vibe totally changes, right? Yeah, <laughs> it goes kind of more electronic, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's like a very cool effect. Even though, yeah, the the groove stays the same. The groove it's stays like, there. Yeah, it's the same. It's just more stripped down. It's more uh, a bass and groove, a bass and drum groove, and the vocals are just kind of there, floating. Yeah, and and and, uh, and, and layered. So yeah. Um, and then the second single, "Destructional," had this uh, this very different uh, animated uh, video. And uh, right. maybe maybe that can, that brings us um, to another part of the album. You already mentioned that you had the feeling that these twelve songs are um, they feel connected through some bigger theme. So maybe we can talk a little yes. bit about, about the um, yeah themes on the album, not the musical themes, but the but but sure. what uh, topics you 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 were writing about. Um, Yeah, uh, well, there are many themes in the album. Uh, it's not necessarily a concept album, that there's like a story, a beginning, middle, and an end. But um, 
there's a central kind of theme to all the songs that circles around uh, our humanity, you know, our psychology, our behavior, um, human relationships. If, if it was like uh, maybe relationships with your friends, your uh, your parents, um, uh, love interests, or relationships with yourself, we're very uh, conscious about uh, talking about self-love and uh, discussing uh, very um, various topics that you don't usually discuss with uh, everyday uh, friends. You know that you just kind of keep to yourself. And that's why we chose that title, Inner, for uh, for the album because we didn't know anything else but yourself. You know, me tying this whole album together. Uh, and there are songs in there about overthinking, about trauma, uh, depression. And it kind of felt natural to depict uh, a state of me and myself and how you can tackle your everyday life if you um, are in good terms with yourself, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's absolutely. a kind of self, uh, uh, let's say, uh, I don't want to say self-healing, but, you know, this self-awareness uh, and mm -hmm. the journey so you can get honest with yourself and then i think when you when you can be able to do that you um you can tackle bigger problems in your life um and i think that's the central theme of inner yeah very interesting and 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 deep actually and um yeah destructional um also of of course the the second single is has this massive hook in the chorus uh, very memorable and yeah. uh, it, it, it's about to stuck to to to, to keep stuck in, in your yeah 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 uh, in it's your mind for, for uh, days we, we work <laughs> we work on the choruses like double the amount of time that we work in the other parts of the song the chorus has to be good <laughs> um yeah and 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 together with with that um with the yeah lyrics and and also the video it's uh it's quite obvious yeah. it's about a climate change so i guess it's it's also yes. you could also see that it's about the relationship of of mankind with with uh earth with nature with nature yeah. yeah yes and maybe that doesn't reflect much on the inner topic but i'm i think it does because it all starts with one person and one consciousness and mm -hmm. how you treat the environment is a reflection of how everyone treats it you know like it's uh it's not much of a recurring theme it's just there on destructional and uh, we talk about war on the first song sky we want sky we love uh but we think all those problems arise from from ourselves from from one person mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's the main thing and what, what i notice um uh, also when listening to oceans of time and then uh, to inner the beginning of both releases of, of course with oceans of time there's like a whole very very mellow intro song so to speak that is like like a yes. very very calm maybe post rocky build up and then this like yeah, the first yeah. real song so to speak yes. with 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 the uh, sky we want sky we love the opening track for inner you also um have the audacity to to start the album with uh, like like very very 
calm and 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 yeah, uh, not with a with a banger. Yes, yes. Actually, uh, the original song started very abruptly and very loudly, uh, and then when we showed it to the producer, he said, "Dude, the chorus is very very good. Why don't you put the chorus before everything?" And we thought maybe that's a very creative idea. We, we didn't know the song would be first in the album, but we we did that. We did it his way, and then we thought let's let's put it in the album uh, uh, first and see what happens. Uh, I think it works. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I, I think it's 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 uh, it's always a, a brave choice to to go with like uh, with something like that. Um, it reminds many people. Sorry for interrupting. I don't think so many people listen to albums from beginning to the end these days. So the first song people are going to hear is Hidden Wound, right? Like the first singles. And they kind of get, uh, they start very uh, quickly. Yeah. yeah, but, but, but if, like, if That's a very rewarding experience for the actual listener of the entire album to, to go into it <laughs> as a, you know, as a journey, as I said before. So that's why we decided yeah. the intro should be calm and Uh, yeah, dude. but if if there's a fan base uh a niche fan base that listens to whole albums then it's got to be the prog one right <laughs> yeah 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 we we wanted to reward them for listening to the whole album from the beginning to the end if you are enjoying this interview please head over to theprogspace.com for more reviews articles pictures and interviews all about progressive music You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Theprogspace.com It, it it actually reminded me um like it doing something like this um reminded me of uh, Leprous and uh, Bonneville on uh, Molina the and and yes, and, and yes. Th that um was made even more apparent i think because on the on the molina tours they always opened also the live yes. show with bonneville and uh, and you don't choice. know what's happening and then suddenly yeah. <laughs> have they started is, is this a jam are they sound checking <laughs> i actually I saw them live for that tour and i remember feeling like is, is this show starting now or can we cheer <laughs> or leprous on stage you know yeah yeah uh, now i remember that uh that rafael uh wineworth brown the cellist did did an introductory um cello jam that segued and and, and led uh seeming seamlessly into yes into the intro of bonneville which was amazing um i so care of I'd care a lot more if they opened with From the Flame, though. You know, that <laughs> much more of a banger song, you know, that it's kind of like we're here, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and um, it's, it's, it's very, I think it's very interesting to put, to, put together a live set list. Um, of course, especially uh, as the your back discography grows, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to get more challenging. And, uh, but, Yeah, speaking of leprous, uh, it's always oh, like they have so many different different songs and differently starting songs. Uh, also, like a fun and weird opener would be would be the start stop foe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like 
Yes, yes. I, <laughs> I've seen that song live, but uh, no, I don't think it was in the beginning. It would be awesome if it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's been a while since Cole was released already. I think it was like nine years already. Still my favorite. Still my favorite album. <laughs> it's a banger get, get for over. sure. It's perfect. It's perfect for me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now, now, now we 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 deviated again um, a little bit, uh, but it's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, we but we're we're talking about live music, and and of course, uh, I'm, I would be just guessing. Of course, I can't keep up with all the countries in the world that how how the situation is. Um, but yeah. I would I would surmise I would guess that in in Greece also the last two years there was not that much uh, possibility of playing live. Unfortunately, no, there hasn't been, and there's been endless shows canceled, and some venues have closed, some venues have reopened now, but there's talk of them closing again, and we're just kind of here watching it all from above and saying, okay, what can we do? So we're not we're not really sure what to do, even for the summer of 22 or even after the summer of 22. Yeah. We're, we're not sure where to book, what's going to happen. It's it's crazy. I mean, we we released the album and we want to play it live. Like, you know, we're we're dying for it and we, we can't do that yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, here in Germany, the last two years, it was always that, uh, you know, the summers were good and, and there was uh, the possibility of some concerts with... Uh, distancing and masks mm -hmm. and 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 now um, towards better the, than nothing, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But of, of course, the big festivals were not uh, able to go forward, like the big summer yeah. metal festivals, you know. But but mm -hmm. um, in in like both um, in 2020 and 21 um, here in Germany was possible more towards the end of summer, so August, September. October, um, there were shows like some, um, yeah, with 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 some restrictions still, but there was there were we were able to to do some shows and um, yeah, it, it was like like every show was so special. And it was the uh, same here, more or less. Yeah, same here with restrictions. Yeah, yeah, but but but, but then got to enjoy yeah, some shows. Yeah, but then again, like like there were so many shows already, like so many tours um booked for december and january now and and yeah they all got canceled um yeah. uh, going back to leprous that it was amazing that they, they that they made it work somehow that they 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 were able to to do at least some of the, those european gigs um yeah. well yeah. um i'd say it's admirable that they actually got to play uh live sessions uh and, and live streaming and uh that was a big achievement i think it changed the game it, we're it, actually it, thinking of how we, we can do it ourselves you know there so many bands are thinking about doing it yeah uh because big artists like lepers did it themselves and they showed the way you know they weren't inactive at all they they were like yeah. show after show after show you know they, they, uh, they probably i would guess that they might even have doubled their list, their, 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 I don't know, Spotify monthly listeners in that two Probably, years. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, like, yeah, but, but of course it's, it's very much up to the band and, um, and, and to the individuals in the band, how they're, um, how yeah. they approach the thing. 
a band that will always be tied in, you know, in, in their career with Leprous for me is Haken. Um, mm-hmm. Because I saw both of them with their de- respective debut at Proc Power Europe 2010. And um, wow. Haken didn't, apart from releasing Virus, um, they, they, they did nothing. And um, Leprous easily overtook them in popularity during that time. Exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's a hard time for 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 all musicians and like for it's it's a weird time. I don't know. Um, but um, yes. I, th- I think we're all struggling in in one way or another. Let's That's go true. on to 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 more um, exciting. A topic, and uh, that would be the Greek prog scene. Um, no, of because, course, yes. because in the last years there were so many bands that came out of Greece. Um, uh, and and yeah, so, sometimes I was thinking, wow, another cool Greek band. What's what's in the water <laughs> in Greece <laughs> lately? Yeah, <laughs> and actually, uh, I. Re- and I- now I remember that I think the first time I, I heard about you guys was when I think it was John Voyager from Need uh, sharing the Oceans yes. of Time single. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He actually has done an immense uh, support for this band when we began, you know, and we are really, really grateful to him and the, uh, the members because they, they're uh, genuine fans. And it's so nice to see a, a band older than us and much more experienced than us uh you know sharing the music and enjoying it and they even saw us live once and uh, it's such a good feeling you know getting some sort of uh you know feeling reassured from the older generation that you're doing something right you know yeah i, re- I really hope you, you guys will be able to play together a show soon um i we hope so we <laughs> hope so too yeah Maybe you can do an exchange, an exchange show, you know, one one in Athens, one in Thessaloniki. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. But we 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 still want to go uh, on a tour with in Europe, and you know, and play in Germany and play in France, and you know, do kind of like we're we're dying to play live, you know, so much in Greece as much as as in Europe. But doing that with a, a legendary band like Need would be a dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um th- there's uh there's one other band from from Thessaloniki, I think, that that uh is very, very dear to my heart because I, I um and 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 uh but I it's been a while since I've heard from them. It's until mm-hmm. rain. Um oh yeah, I've seen them live too. Yeah. They've, uh, they haven't released uh they released an album. 2018, I think. I think it was 2019. I'm not, I'm not sure. The the um, season five, season yeah, three. and um, yeah, I think they 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 that that album especially would have deserved like a um, um a lot more attention. Yeah, in the scene. Yeah, yeah, me too. And uh, they have some real nice songs. And maybe the band Playgrounded. Have you heard of them? The new Another album. Another great. Song. Great band, yes. The yes. new album We're is coming out um, in March, I think, and I, I had the pleasure of yes. hearing it already, and it's massive. I can't, I can't wow, wait for the, wow. for the world to hear it. It's uh, and 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 of course, I will be in, inviting them f- to uh, talk here with me on the Proc Talks. Um, that's going to be very, 
very exciting. Um, yeah, it's been so long since I've seen any uh, of my Greek friends uh, from Need or from Antirain or, um, yeah, Poem, uh, yeah, Mother poem, of Millions. Exactly. Or, do you know those guys? Art of Art Simplicity. Of I, I think I've, I've seen them around, <laughs> yes. I don't think I've heard their song, but I've seen them around. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's. I'm. I'm just hoping this. Uh, we can travel and play live soon, and uh, and uh, meet up with other like-minded prog fans and enjoy music together. Um, yeah, I think it it will will, will do us do our souls good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We're lucky enough to have the internet and communicate it, you know, and finding Absolutely. new artists. And we're lucky enough, so I'm. We're, let's be just grateful for that, and we, I think we can uh, get back on track this year. I'm I'm hopeful that we'll get back on track this year. That's the, yeah, yeah. I can I can subscribe to that absolutely. Yeah. Um, we we already talked a little bit about um yeah about another 2021 release uh, with Liquid Tension Experiment and and unexpectedly mm -hmm. um. But yeah, since this is the first episode of 2022 and uh, there's still a lot of, um, you know, album of the year list going around, I wanted to ask you, um, there's, there's been any albums that, that stood out for you, particularly that were released last year? Uh, one album does pop into my head immediately, and that's uh, Vola's Witness. Uh, they're also another huge influence for us, and that last album is just uh, immense. You know, it's, it's song after song. You, I don't get tired of it, and they have this huge talent of uh, playing so hard, hard hitting riffs and gent riffs. You know, it sounds like Meshuggah, and then they just kind of uh, go into the chorus, which is all happy and melodic, and he has this soothing, calm voice, and it's all. It's just an entirely new thing on its own. And I, I'm just loving everything they're doing. Um, I think uh, I will have to revisit uh, Witness now, um, since we are also preparing the, the Proc Space Awards 2021. And mm -hmm. um, I have to admit, um, there was like four or even five singles leading up to Witness. And yes. it was... It yes. was uh, like the entire first half of the album and yeah and i loved every song and i had by the time the album came out i had listened to every song like millions of times already and they already felt familiar yeah 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 and 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 um i don't know uh the second half which was new by by the mm -hmm. time the album yeah. was released finally um I was somehow expecting something more that would flash me more, that would surprise me more, but it was like kind of yeah, I know what you mean. The same formula. So all in all, after after a while, I I didn't really get tired of it, but I thought, mm hmm. I mean, I then I moved on to to a lot of other releases that came out after after Witness. Um, which was still in the in the first um, uh, half of the year, um, so there were a, a lot of albums coming out after that, which yeah. I uh, turned my attention to then. Um, but 
it's 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 a bit harsh to say I was disappointed, but somehow the the second half um, didn't connect to me as heavily as did all those individual singles beforehand. And yeah, uh, so I know what you mean. There's, uh, I, I I don't it was know more if, mellow and ballads and that kind of thing, right? I, I, I'm I'm not sure if it's if it's the songs itself or of or if it was the way they were released and the way I consumed them. <laughs> mm. um, Maybe as as a, as an album as a whole album, I I uh, I would um, still prefer applause of a different crowd of a distant uh, crowd. Me too. Yes, yes, me too. That album is just perfect. I mean, Witness is uh, I think a bit lower than that in my list, but uh, still a very very good album for 2021. Also, uh, Sleep Token. If you've heard of their, yeah, sure. their release, they, they that blew my mind. It wasn't as good as the first one, in my opinion. But what they do is just so you know game changing for me. It's definitely and, definitely uh, something unique in the modern prog world. And uh, yes, about uh, this place will become your tomb. Um, I have to say, um, it's it's kind of hit and miss album for me. There's some songs I I think yeah. I, I really connect with, and I think like Alkaline. I think I really mm-hmm. love that. That was one of the singles I really really love that. But some some of them didn't really connect with me. But still, amazing mm-hmm. band, sure. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I can also see, um, yeah, with with the. Um, implementation of more electronic influ- um, um, uh, parts and uh, yeah. more, more electronic um, uh, stuff into prog metal. I, I can definitely also mm-hmm. see um, how they may, how their influence make um, somehow make their way into, into the with and progress sound. Yeah. 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 <laughs> definitely. Definitely. How did uh, For uh, us, they, they, yeah. they play a huge role on us because, you know, uh, when they use like those kind of vocal layers and those effects and i'm thinking oh what is that let's let's do that what what they did let's try to uh, make something similar and uh, we, uh we add piano and we add like effects and electronic sounds and it's just so exciting to try and uh, uh take apart a sleep token song and see what makes it unique and then try to put that together in your own compositions that's immensely fun for me at least <laughs> Yeah, what 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 did you think of Aphelion from Leprous? Oh yeah, uh, actually, uh, I'm not gonna say I was disappointed like you, <laughs> but I just expected something more. Okay, uh, but uh, I think it worked better as a live album because I I watched the stream when they played the album and I enjoyed it much more than when I was just listening to it through headphones uh, at home. But watching them play it was much more enjoyable. Okay, and I think that's the the, uh, the feeling they were going for more, much a bit more of a live kind of setting, uh, and listening to all those sounds, rich synth sounds and strings and stuff come out of a live uh, piano or uh, watching them play it was much more enjoyable for me. Interesting. Um, it's also an album I need to revisit to see where it will end up in the in in. In the list <laughs> compared yeah, yeah. To, to to some other albums, and um, I also uh, it, it came out in August, and um, so there were still a couple of months to go uh, with 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 a lot of uh, more music being released. 
and um it, it it's funny because i i mostly i listen to a lot of albums like the two weeks leading up to the release with the you know with the promo i have and maybe yeah. writing a review or something so uh when when it's an album i really really love i obsess heavily with it <laughs> the two weeks leading up the, to the release and once it's released i'm kind of done with it i'm, I'm through with it yeah, yeah. and i move on yeah. to the next one <laughs> but with with ophelia it um it also had something to do that um the um at least half of the songs kind of hit home too hard so it, uh, emotionally so so yeah. kind of hard to listen to them because they they i think they're they're so relatable for for me personally at mm -hmm. least mm -hmm. um and and of course i i have heard of many people saying that that um but yeah that that doesn't diminish the the outstanding quality <laughs> no of course not no, no i just expected you know much more uh uh heavy album i don't know why but uh <laughs> i i i didn't i i absolutely didn't i was uh i was surprised that it was that heavy um in parts in other parts yeah so some part, especially <laughs> the last song i think is many people's favorites it's favorite like my own <laughs> uh i yeah it's i think it's cool and it's fun but but uh i'm like um on hold or that uh, yeah, hold, oh yeah yeah on hold uh, might be my they have very very nice melodies and catchy hooks i am not going to deny that I'm, you know if, <laughs> if i listen to the album now i'll be singing i'll be singing it for the next week no doubt <laughs> all right uh yeah tassas it's great to talk uh, to you about prog music and all um And of course, it was great to hear about Within Progress's debut album, Inner, which was released, uh, self-released by you guys, right? Uh, in October last That's year? Right, yeah. October 21, 2021. 21st. Uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, so, of course, you guys uh, um, out there can um, like and uh, subscribe everywhere to uh, the Within Progress channels. Um, And uh, also get a copy of uh, Inner if you like what you're hearing. Support the band, of course. All the description you will find everywhere in the um, the links. You'll find everywhere in the description. What did I just say? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, check out Within Progress Inner. Very cool debut album, and I'm really curious uh, and uh, looking forward to what you guys will be, where you guys will be heading uh, with your uh next uh effort um all the best to you um and uh how i hope we'll be able to see each other and to meet uh, in real life on the road hopefully um, yes hopefully <laughs> so thank you for joining us uh, today tassas um thank you it's been a pleasure you guys are there uh thank you so much for listening uh your support uh, and and your loyalty means the world to us um Once again, if you want to support us, like and subscribe and comment everywhere. And also don't forget that highly appreciated cup of coffee for us. If you want to support us and if you like what we're doing, that's it for today. 
Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Prog Talks. Until then, take care and keep spreading that Prog love. The Prog Talks, produced by the Prog Space. Main host, Rune Belsvik-Reynos. Produced by Rune Belsvik-Reynos, Vanessa and Matthias Kirsch. All graphics and animations by Vanessa Kirsch. Intro theme by Giuseppe Negri. Outro theme by Zach Munemitz. This was the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. See you in a week.